Hello everyone and welcome back to Nerd Talk. Today we are going to be discussing our favorites and least favorites of the year when it comes to movies. I guess we could also talk about TV shows. I didn't think of that. We also talk about our favorite TV show. Um, how, many we actually, how many TV shows have we actually watched this year? Too? We watched a good bit. We watched Game of Thrones. We watched Terminal List. We oh, watched right. Andor. We watched there's a there's a good bit of shows we Did watched. Boba Fett, we watched Obi Wan, Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Yeah, Boba oh. Fett came, was this year. Yeah, we watched a good bit of shows. It doesn't feel like it. 1823, 1883. Yeah. Did 1883? No, that was last year, wasn't it? Uh, I'm pretty sure. That was last year. Yeah, 2021. Oh wait, did, oh it premiered last year, but it ended this year. Yeah. Oh dang. So yeah. Yeah, we uh yeah so we watched quite a bit we of shows. Moon Knight, unfortunately. Moon Knight was this year. Damn. Yeah, we watched a lot of shows. <laughs> you think we didn't, but we did. Yeah, uh, it's just lately we haven't watched anything recently. Um, so yeah, let's let's talk about first. We got a, a few things. We missed a lot of stuff. We're not gonna be going over everything because so much stuff happened. The DCU with Henry Cavill being kicked out after being brought back in, and James Gunn announcing fifteen million things and also not announcing other things, and like, yeah. So we're not gonna DC, cover all DC that because there's a lot. It's in a state of mess. But it's basically like I don't know. Like, it seems like James Gunn. Kind of just good cherry has been cherry picking things, which is weird because I feel like it's an all or nothing situation. And also, if you are going to cherry pick, why not keep Henry Cavill out of all the people? He's like the one person that actually cares about his character and I think could tell you something about Superman that didn't happen in the movies. I think if you ask Gal Gadot anything about Wonder Woman in like outside the movies she's been in, she couldn't tell you a thing. And I think that goes for most of the people that play their characters in ECU other than Henry Cavill. Like, so I don't know why. Tell me Ben Affleck doesn't sit there and study Batman comics. I don't think Ben Affleck knows a thing about Batman. I don't think, yeah. No, it seems like he's definitely cherry-picking the characters that he worked with. And well, no, because he didn't work with Gal Gadot at all, and he's talking about keeping her. And also, there's been nothing about Ezra Miller being recast. It's just Henry Cavill that they chose to reboot, and then also Jason Momoa wants to play Lobo, so of course he's going to play Lobo. But yeah, it, do it doesn't really make sense. I don't understand. Uh, that, that, that's weird. Doesn't so... Mean, yeah, he doesn't seem... It, the DC use of mess. Do this, it's he keeps saying trust us. We're doing the best interest of the characters. It's like you said. It's like you're cherry picking. You should just come out and say here's the plan. That's what they're apparently this. going to be doing at like the beginning of the year. Apparently January, February, they're going to be giving us more of an idea. But I think the reason he got rid of Henry Cavill is because he likes Superman and he wants to do his own thing from scratch with Superman. I think with Wonder Woman he doesn't really care as much, but I think with Superman he really wants to be in control and do his. That's why he's writing the Superman movie that was announced. Like he said that on Twitter, he's writing the Superman movie. And I think that's why because if he does Henry Cavill, he's kind of pigeonholed to something that's already been like because there's already pre-established stuff with Henry Cavill as Superman. So I think that's why, because he wants to do a younger Superman, and he wants to do his own version of Superman. So I think that's why. To with Wonder Woman, I think it's more if he doesn't really have that passion to do that with her. So he's like, whatever. I'll keep Gal Gadot. Uh, People just... like her. Her movies made money. I think it's that sort of deal. It's, yeah, it's just stupid. Really stupid. I, but... I mean, you have a great actor in Superman, and you just wasted him. Good job, WB. Wait, uh, Especially it's freaking cruel up. that WB said, yeah, you're back. Announce it on your Twitter. He announced it, and like two weeks later he has to say, actually, I'm done. They told me yeah, I'm done. <laughs> like, they what? have no idea what they're, what they're doing. Like, they, they had no yeah. idea what they were doing. and Completely incompetent. Yeah, that's... that's and uh, also, if I'm Henry Cavill, I'm never working with WB like again on anything. <laughs> Yeah, like, because I've heard some people like, well, you know, this uh, the multiverse. They could do Kingdom Come with him and stuff. There's so many opportunities for him to play Superman down the road. It's like Henry Cavill's never gonna play Superman again. 
he's not gonna work with these people and i don't blame him like with how much they with how they've kept his character in limbo for like a decade and how they haven't uh and how they just did this and toyed with him yeah i wouldn't blame him not wanting to do anything but on the bright side he's getting to do his passion project which is warhammer so good for him at least he gets to do that that'll be interesting see how that plays out but on, sucks. yeah on, on for the dc stuff we got some deadpool 3 news uh Hugh Jackman says that Deadpool 3 takes place before Logan, which makes sense because when everyone was like, oh, what's good? What? Logan's dead. It's like, well, Logan takes place in the distant future. Like, Logan's old. The I mutants have. Would... Go I ahead. didn't read this, but I just wish they would just bring him in from a different universe. Like, it doesn't have to be the same character. I still hate how Logan ended so much. Why do you want it to be a different character? No, I mean, like, a different Wolverine from a different universe. Why? Uh, because then you don't have to worry about the timeline stuff, like they're talking. Ne- X Men has never worried about the timeline once. Have you watched the movies? Well, well, I'm just saying it, it doesn't matter. I'm fine with it being the same Wolverine, and it makes sense that it takes place before Logan, because when everyone was freaking out about, oh, they're gonna you know ruin Logan and the ending he had, it's like, well, that that movie takes place in the future. Deadpool's in the present, so you can do Logan. You you can bring Wolverine back in this current timeline. It's fine. That like, movie still makes me mad how Logan ended. So dumb. I'm but so they're, happy Deadpool 2 made fun of it. So but happy. They're, uh, they're supposedly going to be like universe hopping in this movie, though. And there's rumors about the time people from the Loki show chasing them around. That hasn't been confirmed, but it has. I believe it's been confirmed that they are going to be like universe hopping, though. I think that was official. Oh, just like they universe hopped in, uh, or they multiverse hop in the Multiverse of Madness for all of two seconds? Yes. Can't wait. That was great. Uh, all of two seconds you got to see. Yeah, and the multiverse of madness. And there was like no one, mul- one universe where there was flowers and red mint go and green mint stop, and that was it. Yeah, that was it. That was that was the multiverse of madness. And I'm I'm kind of down for this multiverse uh craze to end though. It's been just a lot of multiverse stuff lately. Uh, we got uh Charlie Cox saying that Daredevil is gonna be less violent and it's going it's not gonna be as gory and it's gonna be like more for an all ages audience. He said stuff like that, which is very depressing. It's like you have the winning formula with Netflix. What are you doing? Especially because Disney Plus now is going to be doing more mature stuff and they have more mature stuff on their platform. So why, why are you ruining what's already happened with Daredevil? It's so stupid. We don't need that. Uh, I don't. Yeah, <sighs> Disney just thinks it's gonna get more people. I guess this. So, Maybe yeah. it'll get you interested since you weren't didn't watch the final season. I'm trying to reach you. It was too gory. Uh, That's why you didn't watch it. it. You're no, too squeamish. I no, I don't. I just don't know. They're, don't they're trying to appeal season. to you. I don't know why. It's a freaking amazing. The third season's great. Uh, Spectacular Spider-Man's going to be in Across the Spider-Verse, which is the whole reason I'm going to go see that movie. I liked the first one, but I was not like sucking its nuts like everyone else. I just thought well, it was people, a. I just thought it was that. a fun movie. People made out to be like the best movie of the year and the one of the best anime movies ever. It's just a good movie, but there's yeah. not. It's a fun. It's a fun, it. pretty movie. But people were yeah. acting like it's the best thing of all time. And so the yeah. new trailer like didn't really get me hyped. It was like, eh, it's all right. Um, it's fine. And I didn't like the spe- new trailer. What? I didn't like the new trailer. You didn't? Didn't do anything for me. Yeah. I thought it was fine. It was whatever. I didn't. It's fine. But Spectacular Spider-Man, the promotional image, is like, yes, and they better get Josh Keaton back as the voice. Otherwise, what's the point? Uh, also, but he's probably not even going to talk in the movie, to be honest. He's probably just going to be in the background, and that's also, it. Also, I, 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 I maybe it's because we've already seen the whole movie of the art style. The art style didn't look as cool this time. Uh, probably because we've already seen it. For I thought the know. art style looked fine. It, look, it looks the same as it did in the other movie. What do I you know, mean? I it know. Just, it just doesn't. Like, when I saw the first trailer for the first one, I remember thinking that looks really cool. But now I guess I've seen the art style. It's like, okay, it's just, it, looks, it just looks like the first one. So it doesn't... It's not as like impactful, I guess, as the first time I saw it. 
Okay, so. I still think it looks cool. Uh, Stay in my opinion. And yeah, I think that's basically all the news to cover for at the time of this recording. I don't know if anything else breaks in between now and when we put and when I post this. Uh, so yeah, I guess we can get into uh the best and worst of the year. We're this is gonna be movies at first. We're gonna do our top five move uh, favorite movies of the year. We're gonna do our bottom five worst movies so of the year. 10. So oh, top ten. Yeah, yeah, we're doing top ten uh movies of the year. A favorite movie this year, and then we're gonna do bottom five worst movies of the year. We're also gonna say our biggest disappointment, which is a movie that we really were excited for, and it ended up not being good. And the biggest surprise, which is a movie that maybe we didn't think would be that great, but ended up being really good. Um, and so yeah, I guess we'll start with top ten. We can go uh, beat for beat. So I'll do my ten, then you do your ten. And uh, yeah, I saw thirty movies this year, and four of them were not in the theaters. So I saw twenty six movies in the theaters, and four. That weren't that were like streamers or I saw on Blu-ray or whatever. Uh, side note, I haven't seen Barbarian yet. That's the one movie from this year that I want to see that I haven't seen. It's on HBO Max. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Um, I heard that movie's really good though. So yeah, top ten. Uh, you start. You, you tell me what your number ten is. Uh, Bullet Train snuck in there at number ten. Okay, you're not gonna say anything about Bullet Train. <laughs> uh, I, I I really like Bullet Train. I think it's a great movie up until about thirty minutes to go in the film. Are we doing spoilers? No, don't do spoilers. Okay, so up until about up, up until about thirty minutes ago in the film, there's a there's a point in the film where something happens that leads into the final final act, and I didn't need that. I I felt like the film drags the last thirty minutes. It goes on too long. The villain be, the villain becomes way less interesting. It's not that cool. I just feel like it goes on for too long. I liked the brother, the twins. Um, I liked Brad Pitt's character. I thought it was really good, and then the the ending kind of kind of loses a lot of steam for me. But it it is good enough where I put it in the top ten. I saw twenty five movies this year and three streaming, so I saw twenty eight movies this year. So this one comes at number ten for me. I I loved Bullet Train. I I don't th- I don't th- the ending doesn't ruin it for me. I just rewatched it recently too when we went to San Francisco. I rewatched it on the plane, um, and the ending didn't drag for me at all. I was like, oh wow, this is me. like really good i really like bullet train uh but my number 10 is everything everywhere all at once is oh, it's, you saw that. i didn't see that okay. yeah it's pretty good it's overrated because people were this is one of those movies that people were just sucking off acting like it's the best thing ever. Yeah. i saw someone on twitter describe it perfectly which i like this movie it's a good movie it's at so my number I 10 seen it, so i can't comment I but seen someone said it's like a marvel movie for people who think they're too good for marvel movies and i was like that's that's it <laughs> it is it's a good movie it's i like it but man, I saw some people say it was like their favorite movie oh. of all time. It was oh, yeah. by far it's, the best movie of the it's year. One, it's one of the favorites won the Oscars. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Uh, what's it? Michelle Yeoh, I think, is the name of the actress. Uh, yeah, she, something she, like that. she does a great job. Freaking uh, short rounds in it, and it's really cool seeing him in it. He's great. He was my favorite part of the movie. Um, yeah, it's really good. It's got some cool action. Uh, it's it's a multiversal movie. Like I said, like everything's multiversal, but it uses the multiverse well um it's interesting it's about generational trauma and stuff and uh yeah i liked it it was a good movie it's just not as good as everyone said but i did enjoy it and that's why it's at my number 10 spot uh so i'll i'll lead us into number nine number nine is uh devotion the plane movie oh, okay that did not make my top 10 i like devotion i thought it was a good time uh, i really liked the relationship between the two dudes uh yeah and uh also like seeing at the end of the fact that like a lot of the, that they pulled a lot from real life with it because you know 
these movies, yes. you know, based on a true story and some of them are. But it was cool seeing that, like, uh, the grandkids of these guys are, like, still friends and stuff. And it was really interesting seeing this. And uh, I just, I mainly liked it for the character work. I'll be honest, the playing stuff was whatever. Like, the stuff between the characters was, like, really good. And that's why I liked it. I liked seeing it. And uh, what's his name? Glenn Powell should just be Hal Jordan at this point. He was in two, yes. he was in two uh, plane movies. And he did great as both guys flying jets and planes. So, like, he looks cool in the bomber jacket and the aviators. I'll take him as Hal Jordan. Oh, and yes. uh, this was, like, the first movie I saw with uh, Jonathan Majors, I think is his name. The guy that's going to be playing yeah. Kang. Um, he did great. I, you know, I'd seen him as, uh, Kang and Loki, but like, that was kind of like a silly performance. It was like, uh, I'm just a silly goofy dude. Uh, so seeing him this, he did great. And yeah, I liked it. Dude's freaking jacked too. He got yeah. all the sauce in his veins. So uh, I had this, I, I, this is the one I was banging between this and bullet train for 10 and 11. So this is, this was 11 for me. I really liked it. I thought, um, this, yeah, I thought the acting, I thought that the, the, I actually like all the pilots. I thought they did a really good job. Oh yeah, yeah. Freaking uh, the Jonas brother did actually really yeah, good. Joe Jonas. Yeah. yeah. Like it, like they did a really good job with like making them uh, all likable and, and caring about. I feel them. like even real in, people. Yeah. Yeah. Even like when some of them are being uh, like, there's one guy that's being a little bit racist, and other guys rebuke him. Like it's 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 well done. They handle the, the race aspect really well, which they really talk about and and show show it in the uh, the true story behind it is sad, but it's also like they don't say a great story with the families. Um. It's hard to to watch aviation this scene this movie after you've seen another movie that was on the list. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's nineteen what seventies airplanes or fifties airplanes. I can't remember what the when the Korean War happened. Uh, that's why it's called the Forgotten War. Um, but it's uh, it's a really well made movie. Great, great, uh, great all around. Probably deserves to be in my top ten, but I it just missed out. So. All right. What's your number uh, nine? I'll, my number nine is uh, Violent Night. Ooh. Uh, I really. I really enjoy Violent Night. Um, it got in there. The more I thought about it, the more I liked it. It's a movie about Santa Claus meets Die Hard, basically, in Home Alone. Yes. Um, so it is kind of funny because the premise is Santa Claus saves a rich, like, rich people from uh, people stealing from them. So that part's kind of funny. Well, there were like people Santa- upset about that. I saw yeah, that on it's... Twitter because there are people in the, in the trailers like, <gasps> Santa saving rich people they deserve. It's like, dude, it's a yeah. movie. So it's do, about they, Santa killing people, and you're they, mad they do, about they the good, they, they chill do, out. <laughs> they do a good job with like the mythology of Santa and like his like his the stuff he can use, uh, and it's a, it's a nice story. Uh, I mean, so that some of the people and the villains are over the top as you would kind of expect, but I, it was point, I, yeah. I, I, thir- I yeah I, thir- I enjoyed it. So that was my number. Nine, do you have any thoughts on that? I, I love Violent Night. It's If you saw the trailer, it's exactly what the trailer promises. That's what you get. If you saw the trailer and you yeah. thought it, would, it looked cool, then you'll like it. If you thought the trailer and you thought this looks dumb, I don't care about it, then you won't like it. It, it, it was. The, there is one funny part to mention where Santa's going through his bag trying to find uh, what oh, yeah. to use, and it's just video games. Everyone yeah. just asks for video games. So yeah. It's pretty funny. It's like, damn it. It's really good. It's a great time. I loved it. Uh, it handled the sappy stuff well, too, like the uh, like sappy Christmas stuff. Like really well because there's some movies that don't handle I will that say too well. At the end, I thought I thought throughout the movie it didn't do that great of a job, but at the end I thought it did a good job with the sappy stuff. Yeah. I thought it did a good job with that. Like there's a family aspect in here that I handled pretty well because like there are other movies like for instance Elf. Elf is hilarious and a great movie, but when they tried to get into the sappy stuff with Sandon stuff, it was horrible. It's like the yeah, movie the hits the a wall. Of Elf, it, rough. Yeah, to where um, the, to where this like it, it handled well. Uh, John John actually killed it as the villain. I really liked him. Like he did a good job just being like a silly over the top villain. Uh, there's some really, like, just brutal things that Santa does to people in this movie. Oh, there's, there's, there's one scene where yeah. it's, it's worth watch. Yeah, uh, people are squirming in theater. 
Uh, okay. Uh, number eight for me but, is a movie. Hold theater. up, I haven't done my number nine. I thought you. Just oh wait, I did, it. but I was also yeah. talking about this freaking movie, dude. We haven't moved uh, on. Yet. I was just saying, uh, yeah, go see it. It's really good if you haven't seen it. And uh, yeah, whatever. Go go to your. Uh, what's your number eight? My number eight is a movie Dylan. I literally just watched on Christmas. It's All Quiet on the Western Front. Um, thought it was a really good movie. Uh, it's uh probably gonna win a lot of Oscars. It's not as good as people make it out to be. That being said, it's still a very well shot and uh directed movie about uh Dylan. And it's this is a foreign film. Dylan and I had to watch it in German because we couldn't do the dub version. Yeah. Um, just well, I always prefer, whenever there's a foreign film, I just prefer to watch su- with subtitles. Yeah. It's just weird. It's, it's dub, a really good depiction weird. of like going into the the war thinking one thing and then the reality of war and how it how it breaks you down. There's a couple. There's like one really dumb part in the movie. The really uh, dumb besides, part. That's what brought that movie down for me a lot. Yeah, besides that, it's really good. Um, I don't think it's the best war movie ever, and I don't think it's as good as people say it is. But that being said, I still think it's a top ten movie. Um, and I I really enjoyed it. Um, so there's some really violent scenes in there. Um, to some good action in it. Um, and, and it does an overall I think good job of making you realize like trying to put you in there. Um kind of in the battlefield in the trenches of world war one so yeah this that this was my number 11 oh, uh, oh, and I, one other thing i'll say that i think this movie does a really good job besides uh that shows you the difference between leaders of countries at war and how cozy it is for them and how different it is from them versus soldiers on the ground i thought that was probably the best thing the movie did is showing you that stark contrast between the people that put their lives on life for a country versus the politicians and aristocrats that kind of just get to call the shots and, and get to not have to live on the front lines. So, yeah, it's, it, yeah, I liked it. it. It just barely didn't make my top 10 as my number 11. Uh, it's good. It's great. Really good war movie. If you're looking for a good war movie to watch, this is definitely, definitely not a waste of time. I liked it. Uh, yeah, it was very, very pretty looking movie. Just, there was this one really dumb part where I was like, you could have accomplished what you did there with it making sense but you didn't yeah. you there's just you didn't part, lazy like there's also this awesome scene where they 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 the the french uh that clear trench by just flamethrowing everyone in the trench and it's awesome and then they flamethrower an individual a guy and it's cgi fire yes it looks pretty bad i will say a weird choice yes and i literally during the movie i said that's cgi fire and yeah. he was like yep and there, there was a couple of effects that were clearly cg and not practical where it was like you could have yeah. done that practical. Like, especially if you're trying to show, like, the brutality of it. It's like, why are you... Because it's not, like, a quick yeah. thing. Because some of the other CGI things, there was, like, CGI gore and blood. But it was, like, very quick. So it's like, you noticed it, but it was, like, whatever this... Yeah, thing, so they lingered on the guy on fire, and it's like, yeah, that's CGI fire. The, the the scene... the the, the, pre, the It's not the, pre, the pre-leading scene. It's the pre-leading shots. is the trench getting flamed by actual fire. And it looks so real and... Uh, I don't want it, it's a it's I don't want to say a pretty shot, but it's a really good shot. And then you go to that, you're like, well, that's clearly not real fire. Yeah. Um, it was just weird. But anywho, yeah, that was it's still a really good movie though. So yeah, definitely, definitely worth seeing if you have Netflix, go watch it. Uh, my number eight is the best murder mystery of the year. There were three murder mysteries I saw. This was by far the best. See how they run. I, yeah, I, I couldn't, I couldn't get it on the list, but yeah, it's a good movie. Seeing Sam Rockwell just go around and solve a mystery. <laughs> Uh, it was really fun with um, oh man, what's her name that plays his? Uh, Let me see, I'll look it up. Can't remember her name, but she did a great job as being like Sam Rockwell's kind of like the weather detective that's been doing this for a while and is like over it, and Ooh. he's got a what? I have no idea how to pronounce her name. Uh, Sayorsi Rono. 
seen her pronounce. in other stuff, but I do not know her. Oh, yeah. I don't know how to pronounce that name. Ronan. Yeah, really how did you get though. Rono? How did you get Rono Rona? out of that? Ronan. Ronan. There you go. R-O-N-A-N. How, what imaginary letters are you adding? Uh, also, Adrian Brody has a little part in this. He's the. It's not a spoiler because he's the premise of the movie. He's the guy that gets killed uh, that they're trying to solve the mystery. And he does a great job. Because he's like yeah. just some asshole, so it's like there's all these different people that have reasons to kill him, and I love his scenes in the movie because uh, he plays this asshole American over in uh, Britain, and yeah. <laughs> and uh, he, funny. yeah, he did a great job, and yeah, it was just it was a good movie. I liked it. And the little part with Agatha Christie at the end was great too, like yeah. what they did with her, uh, and yeah, it was by far there were three murder mysteries this year. There was this, there was Glass Onion. And there was the, what was the sequel to Orient Express? Death on the Nile. Death on the Nile. And this was by far the best. By yeah. far. Like, it had a it had a good mystery without being cheap. It was fun. The characters were good. Uh, I, I really liked this movie. I, I really enjoyed seeing it. It was nice having uh, a good murder mystery to watch. Because murder mysteries have been kind of making a comeback a little bit. Considering we had three this year. But a lot of them suck. <laughs> so it was nice having a well-made one. It was also a movie that, like, I didn't hear much about. I remember seeing the trailer. And then that was it. I didn't really hear much about. But, yeah. Uh, it's a good movie. Go see it if you can. Yeah, I would say the best thing about this is just a fun movie. It's uh, it's well acted. It doesn't take itself too seriously, and it's a good mystery. Yeah. Um, so and I it wasn't a cheap a... mystery like uh, Death on the Nile or something no. where it's like you cheated to get that to happen. It wasn't like Glass yeah. Onion where you see it from like the first second of the film or like the first second the mystery happens. You're like, oh, this guy did it. It's like, oh, I was right. <laughs> but yeah, this was like... actually like makes you guess. Yeah, it was a good movie. Not quite good enough to be on my top ten, but it's a good movie, and I, I had fun with it. So, yeah. All right. On, bad to say about. on to number seven. My number seven is Puss in Boots. I loved this movie. It was really fun. It kind of reminded me of the movie of, like, the, the kids' movies I grew up on, where it's not like, this movie is specifically for five-year-old children no one else. This was like a all ages the entire family can enjoy this movie everyone will get something out of it it's very uh, it, it's very pleasing to the eyes the animation style the action scenes this i think probably has the best action scenes of any movie i've seen this year as far as combat goes because top gun has action but you know it's different because it's in a plane um but yeah as far as just like paw to hand action i guess <laughs> this has the best action scenes of the year like it has some the opening set piece is awesome yeah like, it is so well done. It's so cool. And Antonio Banderas has one of the coolest voices of all time, and he's great as Puss in Boots. Tom Hayek is great uh, as Kitty Softpaws. Uh, and, yeah, they had a nice little trio with him, Kitty Softpaws, and the dog. And it's a fun movie. It also has, surprisingly, a great villain, played by Wagner oh, Mora. The villain's the best part. Villain's my favorite part of the movie. I love the villain. He's got a great little theme. Like, he whistles every time he shows up, and he's yeah. legitimately creepy and, like, intimidating. He's scary. He, there's the, he enters one time. It was legit scary. Where it's he, like, even the theater, I was like, damn, that scared me. He reminds me a bit of, um, just a little bit of uh, Tai Lung from Kung Fu Panda in terms he's of the bad, presence he had. I thought Tai Lung was better than this guy. I, 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 Dude, tai Lung's yeah. great. Uh, but in terms of the presence he had, it reminded me of Tai Lung. Uh, but yeah, he's just a, a really good movie, fun time. It's funny. It has great characters. You really like them. It has great action. You know, the story's kind of like generic, like thing learning about family. Uh, but it's good. If you enjoy the, the, uh, your adventure to get there, you enjoy the ride and yeah, it's, it's really good. I was surprised at how good this movie was and I hope we get another one, uh, because this was really good and I'm glad that we're getting more like big like action animated theatrical releases this is a this is a good time 
Yeah, he it's uh the villain is great. Well, one of the villains is great. The other villain is kind of whatever. Um, very funny. Like Dylan said, it's a movie where kids and adults can enjoy it. Uh, Puss in Boots is great. The store, the I think the themes they had to tell are, are really good too, and uh, the animation is oh, great. And I, I I love this movie, so it's a. Uh, and Wagner Mora plays uh, one of the villains, which I've because the villain is just I can't I just go watch the movie just for the. Villain. I, I couldn't I believe Wagner Mora played him though, because because I I was like, who is that? And Ian's like, it's some Wagner guy. And I was like, that's freaking Wagner Moore that played uh, Pablo Escobar in Narcos. I couldn't I believe it was him. Get, I wish we get a, a, a solo film just for the villain. Like, it was so good. He is so cool. They yeah. just did a good job making him cool. Like, he was just cool. Um, so, okay, that was your number seven. eight. What's your number that's seven? What, that was my number seven. Wait, what's your number See, How eight? They Run was my number eight. Oh, uh, okay. What's your number seven? My number seven is The Fablemans. This is a movie about uh, basically a pseudo biography of Spielberg's life, and this is probably higher up there because I'm a big Spielberg can fan. Can you stop so... rocking in your chair? I can hear the Sorry. squeaking. So I, I'm just a big Spielberg fan, so I like learning about him and his life, and it's just basically an autobiography of how he grew up and what made him love film. Um, and it kind of tells the story of uh, you know, the his family, and I thought it was I thought his family was interesting. I thought his sisters were hilarious. Um, and it's just a it's just a kind of a coming of age story for him and how how he saw like how movies inspired him and got him to on his path. And so I just really like that aspect of it. Yeah. Um, Fableman's yeah. is good. It, it was my number 13. I liked it. I just didn't quite like, I didn't love it. Uh, it, yeah, it was good. It was just a, basically a, a autobiography for uh, Spielberg and his family. And you see some interesting things uh, about his life and it was enjoyable, but it was very much just like a sort of an Oscar bait film as well. Uh, but there are some really good scenes in here. I liked it. I just didn't love it. So is that my uh, my number thirteen? All right, and my number six is I'm sure a movie Dylan's got much higher. is the Black Phone. Uh, this is a movie that uh, pretty good. Um, uh, Ethan Hawke plays the villain. Uh, good villain. And the the, the you, there's a couple of good scares in it. And uh, there's one scare that that no matter what you're prepared for, you can't <laughs> not be scared by it. Um. But the the like the use of the supernatural aspect of it with the phone is pretty cool, um, and how he kind of how they how they how they play it off is good, um, and it's just a it's just a really well made film that I was surprised I liked as much as I did. It was a it was a smart horror film as compared to like a dumb one, or where the the characters or, or the people they make are dumb. Um, uh, so I thought it was pretty good. Um, so it lands at number six for me. I love the black phone. This movie is so good. I saw it twice in theaters. Had me on the edge of my seat for like the whole thing. I love the characters in it. The brother sister relationship is executed perfectly. It's so good. Like they do a good job at establishing them and like who they are and like how their relationship works and everything and making them really likable before things actually happen. Ethan Hawke's great. The soundtrack's really good. Uh, it's very intense. It's also funny at times. And yeah, I really and then. It's oh man, there's some scenes in the movie that like gave me flashbacks to when I was a kid, and I was like, oh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it just man, I got feelings in the theater for this movie that I haven't had for a movie in a long time, and so I really, really, really like this movie. Black Phone's so good, one of my favorite horror movies of all time, just just for seeing it uh, this year, and yeah, it's it's great. So what's your uh, wait, wait was that your number six? Yeah, it's your turn. Okay. My number six is Violent Night. We already covered it. I really like Violent Night. Great action movie. Really fun. Go see it. Santa just killing people very brutally, and he has a really cool backstory, surprisingly. They did a really good job with that. And, uh, yeah, it's good. Go see Violent Night. 
So my number five is a really weird movie that I did not know what to expect when I got to see it, but I ended up really enjoying it. The Menu. Okay. This movie was really odd. <laughs> I didn't know what to expect. The guy that directed it had like directed like one other movie, and it was like in 2002 or something. And other than that, he's been doing TV stuff for a while. And he just decided to make another movie, I guess. And uh, Ralph, uh, man, what was it? last name's Fines, Ralph right? Fiennes. Yeah, Fiennes, Ralph yeah. Fines did, just kills it. He owns the screen. Every second he's on screen, he does such a great job. Andy Taylor-Joy is great. Nicholas Holt is great for what he plays. He plays just a complete dumbass. Um, and John Ligmazano is also in here and was a scene stealer. He had, oh, the, I think that was so the hardest good. you laughed in any movie that that we went to go see this year was, yeah, a, was, was a line in this he movie. Had, he has a line in this movie that just killed me. Yeah. Just killed me. Him and his, uh, he plays an actor and has an assistant. Him and that assistant are hilarious in this movie. They have a couple things that are just, their dynamic is so good. But yeah, I don't really want to say anything because I don't want to spoil it because you're best going into this movie not knowing. Just know it's really weird but good. It's a it's an yeah. experience. It's one. It's maybe one of the most unique experiences I had in the theater this year because it was like, what is going on? <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, I, I love the menu. The menu is a fantastic film. It's a thriller with some really funny comedic parts and it just it just meshes together very well. Um, and I guess if you're a foodie, that's an even extra if you like the fancy type food that they serve. But um, yeah, I thought I was I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, it's just freaking good. Like if you are interested in it, see it. I would even say if you haven't seen the trailer, don't watch the trailer. Just watch the movie. Because, like, the it, less you it, know about going into it, the better, I think. Yeah. Uh, it, that was your number five? Yep. My number five is Puss in Boots. <laughs> we already <laughs> talked about it. I love this movie. Uh, I really love the villain, and the films that Antonio Banderas is good. Uh, not much else to say about this. Uh, we already kind of talked about it. I would just say, it's in theaters now. Go watch this movie. Uh, it, it deserves to be watched, and... Um, if your family says, let's stay home and watch a Glass Onion, say no. Let's go no, see go. a real movie, Puss in Boots. Yeah, go see this over Avatar. Um, oh, definitely. Uh, that's my number five. My number four is Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, that came out last year. It, did it come out last year? Yes. Then why is it on my list? Because we saw year? it twice. We saw it oh, again this damn year. Damn it. Okay, well then. Uh, <laughs> we saw it. I, your whole list is undone now. Yeah, because. Okay, then, then again, then yeah. then that, mean, that means my number... So that just bumps everything up a spot. And we already talked about number 11, which I put at... Uh, that devotion. was uh, Devotion, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so then... Uh, <laughs> so then you can talk about your number four, then. Because that oh, was everything We'll talk about my number four for two seconds. It was Bullet Train. I love Bullet Train. It was Damn, great. Okay. Uh, freaking Tangerine and Lemon are amazing. They're, you actually get attached to the characters in this. The action is great. Uh, yeah, it's just a really fun movie. It has some great action. It has great characters. It's funny. Watch Bullet Train. It's really good. Uh, critics did not like this movie for some reason. I don't know why. It's a lot of fun. I said, I said, it made my top ten. It made my number nine now. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> uh, so I guess I can go to number three then. My number three is The Menu. We just talked about it. <laughs> great. Go watch The Menu. Uh, did not expect it to be that good. Didn't know what to expect from it, but I really enjoyed it. So oh. it's a, one of those times where I genuinely had a, like a really good time in movie theater when I wasn't expecting anything. So I say go watch the menu. Yes, my number three is the Batman, which is the only comic book movie to make my top ten. The Batman was great. I really like this movie, and it's it's almost three hours long, and it doesn't feel like it. The pacing is done really well. Robert Pattinson kills it as Batman. He does a good job. That opening is amazing, and Gotham with his narration from his journal. Oh yeah, it is. That is like peak Batman right there. 
It's so good. Paul Dano as Riddler, which I, it's Dano. I've, I watch his hot ones and he calls it's Dano, not Dano. I want to say Dano, but it's Dano. Anyways, uh, he does great job as Riddler. I still don't like the whole Zodiac get up, but he, either way, he does a great job as Riddler. That scene where uh, Batman talks to him in, uh, when he's uh, interrogating him and uh, he thinks he knows he's Bruce, but he doesn't. And the whole like, undo- oh, it's so good. Uh, the ending sequence is great. Catwoman's awesome. They have a great relationship, like seeing how that all plays out between the two of them. Uh, I love Gotham. This is the best Gotham I think we've gotten oh, for sure. on the big By screen. Far the best Gotham, because it's but... not just Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> like Nolan's Gotham was. Uh, it actually looks like a Gotham from the comics. It's done really well. Uh, I wish we'd have gotten more of uh, Alfred. Alfred was good in it, but we didn't really get to see him much. Um, Andy Serkis did a good job for the little bit we saw him as, though. I, Jeffrey Wright was great as Commissioner Gordon. Another guy we, we talked about Antonio Darius earlier, but Jeffrey Wright is also a dude with a super cool voice. Uh, and yeah, I just, the Batman, it did freaking yeah. add, the only thing that I would say it could do better is like the, the combat. I would like to see a bit more, like the combat scenes were still cool in this. I liked the ending. I thought that was really cool, but. So, so I, while, we're on, while we're on, this is my number two movie. So I'll go ahead and say this, this is my number two, my number two movie of the year. Uh, yeah, the combat could be a little bit better. And I also say the portrayal of Bruce Wayne, they need to change up. Oh they, yes, they definitely. To, yeah, they, yeah. They need to make Bruce Wayne be different than just mopey Batman without his costume on. Yeah, I agree. Um, Especially for someone as smart as Batman, it was really stupid for him to act the exact same when he was yeah, uh, Bruce. Everyone would know who it is. I will say also, the only other part of the movie where I had, I don't want to say issues, but it was kind of weird, is um, and I don't want to spoil anything. You, but you can say spoilers two, for the Batman. The Batman's a movie that everyone saw okay. and it can't forever go. Yeah, I'm so like, I, the only movie. other problem I had, it's not really a problem, it was just kind of weird, the pacing of it, of when it switches from like, the, you're following the Riddler to then you're going off on the crime syndicate story with the dad, uh, with Catwoman's dad, to then you're back to the Riddler all of a sudden. And it, it, and it, it almost feels like the, it, uh, two different movies at once to me. Um, I was fine with still, that. I like that stuff. It was still great. I didn't really care for how the Riddler was kind of like an internet troll that got people helping. Oh yes, that, that was another one of my problems. I forgot about that. That whole four chan thing of him. Oh, that, that was, part was really stupid. That yes. felt kind of stupid and childish. Uh, but yeah, Batman talking to the Riddler was great. Um, and yeah, the opening is is great. I actually like the opening better than when he talked on the end how people need hope. No, but people need to, like. I like the beginning where he was like, you see them vandalizing stuff and people are scared like, oh no, Batman's coming to get me. I like, really oh, like the ending. I, 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 I also like that as well, seeing a hopeful Batman, him inspiring the people. I like his arc in this movie. I thought yeah, it was done really still, well. I still want him to see him beat up thugs at night and have them scared. Well, of course he's going to do like that, that too. But I, uh, I really like that ending. Yeah, but I, I think like Dylan said, the, probably the coolest part of the movie was how Gotham felt like its own place. Like yeah. Gotham felt like a place you hadn't been and you probably don't want to go. Um, But they need to change up how Bruce Wayne is outside of his outside of being Batman. But uh. Fantastic movie. The trailers did a great job. I remember being hyped from the first trailer, and the movie didn't disappoint. So, and also, um, uh, what's her name? Did a great job as Catwoman. She was great. Everyone was great in this movie. Uh, so, uh, love the Batman. It came in number two for me. All right. So we know you're number two and three already. So I guess we'll go to my number two, which my number two I know is your number one. Top Gun Maverick. Yep. A great movie, just all around. Uh, it brought people back to the theater. This was the movie that you know showed post COVID that you can still have big blockbusters that people will go see. It's the highest grossing movie of the year. It's a fantastic top Tom Cruise is doing his thing. Opening is so good. 
with that him testing that new jet or whatever and then like man it just it's so good and it feels like a direct sequel to the last uh, to the original top gun it doesn't feel like completely different it feels like uh uh like a movie made by the same director from that made the original which was uh what's his name i think what's his name's brother who's the guy that uh, Scott. yeah it's a uh, ridley scott's brother um uh, i believe uh, so yeah, it like it feels like Tony Scott almost made this one, even though he didn't. Uh, yeah, freaking Top Gun's amazing. Everything about it was great. It was it swept the nation too. Everyone was talking about it when it came out, which is like surprising because when it was announced, I was super excited for it because I really like uh, Christopher Corey and Tom Cruise. The their collaborations tend to be really good. The director they got was good, so I was like, yeah, this is probably gonna be a solid movie. But I didn't expect so many people to love it, and I loved it a lot. I saw it twice in theaters. And the man, the that ending sequence is so intense, and it's so well done, and the character work is great, and it's a, a very good looking movie as well. The jet shots are intense because everyone's actually in jets. There's not you know CGI green screen backgrounds. It's actually people in jets feeling the G's, and yeah, it's just everything about this movie is handled like so well. Yeah, this, this isn't my top movie. My top movie is actually Avatar: Way of Water. <laughs> so, uh, just kidding. I'll never go see that movie. Yeah, this this movie, uh, was awesome. The I love fighter jets, so this movie was just right up my alley. Like the the scenes you get of them training and then the actual mission they do, is awesome. I saw this movie three times. It came back in theaters again because so many people loved it. Um, it's just it's a the 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 scenes you get of the jets flying is unbelievable. And uh, and then the the story that goes along with it too is is really good about how Maverick's having to learn his place and what's going on. Even they even bring back Val Kilmer for a scene, which is really uh, nicely done. Um, just an absolutely fantastic movie, my favorite movie of the year. There's nothing more I can say about it. I would I'd watch this movie again no matter what. It's uh, it's awesome. Did not think they could make a sequel that was this good. And uh, this movie surpassed all my expectations. This movie blew me away. I was in the theater just being like that is just an awesome movie and I loved it. Um, yeah just brings a big smile on your face and uh you know there's not really any other film like it because you don't get jets like those are the actors in the jets doing this type of stuff in any other movie so it's like almost like one of a kind it's so good yeah great movie and then uh my number one is the black phone which we already talked about i was surprised that this horror movie was my number one movie of the year but it was it just yeah the way it made me feel in the theater no other movie did i really like the black phone it's was an experience that's my number one so that's it for our top 10 now we can go into our bottom five and uh go ahead start us out on the bottom five uh my work my fifth worst movie this year is light year um expecting more from it that's my only, seventh worst movie of the year <laughs> the only thing i have to say about it is it looks pretty that's it it does the animation's great the animation is beautiful it's just it's a shame the story and the movie the movie's message is really pathetic oh it's um, so stupid the whole point of the movie is bad it nothing ever happened. it's it's like happened. the anti-puss in boots <laughs> yeah it's not good at all it's oh man if you really watch and you took such a cool character especially from my childhood because i love buzz Lightyear. oh yeah and i was so pumped to see this movie and then i watched it i was like and, and there's a reason it bombs because it's not good yes so and if if you watch this and Puss in Boots back to back, you'll see like a stark contrast of like how to give the people what they wanted and also like tell a good story and make a movie for all ages and actually have a good lesson in there and not like some stupid dumb lesson. And, yeah, and then you want to talk about the villain. The villain in this movie sucks. Oh yeah, the villain is horrible. Sucks. Uh, they sucks. could have done so much cool stuff with the villain, and instead they like try to be too cool with it. Yeah. And cat was the only sucks. good part. Yeah, the cat socks was so, great. 
It's so upsetting, especially because the first ten minutes show you a movie you want to see, and then they don't go back there. First two minutes, like, oh, that's cool, they're being space rangers doing space ranger stuff. It's like, what if we never did this for the rest of the movie? It's like, oh, okay. Uh, That was depressing. (laughs) My number five. It's funny. My uh, three and my bottom five are horror movies. My number one movie of the year was a horror movie, and then three of my bottom five are horror movies. But uh, my my fifth worst movie of the year is Scream. I went and saw this movie by myself. It was it's not good. It was there was one there. There's only really one part that I liked, uh, which was there was this dude that would not sleep with his girlfriend the whole movie because he thought she could be the killer and was trying to lure him <laughs> in to kill him. So I like that part. That's like, he had a horny girlfriend that kept wanting to, like, bang him. He's like, no. And she's like, you think I'm the killer? And he's like, well, no, babe, but we gotta be... <laughs> so that part I like. But the rest of the movie was bad. It was funny. like, yeah. Uh, they threw in a thing here, like a tirade against uh, fans of things. Like, oh, you know how, like, there's that whole thing about, uh, like, directors and writers being upset about fans that don't like their stuff. Like, Last Jedi whole thing where they like they try to be like, oh, these are just uh, Reddit dumb asses and uh they blah, blah, blah. And it had a whole tirade about that in the movie which is stupid it's like you're complaining about fans in your movie okay um yeah. so it had that it was just yeah it was stupid it was dumb there are some very impractical things that happened in this movie like really really stupid when we you talked about earlier how there's smart horror movies and dumb horror movies this is a very dumb one like there's some things that happen here that are just so stupid uh but yeah scream was bad uh on to my number four halloween ends <laughs> <laughs> we saw this movie in boston in the rain totally with the boys yeah this movie sucked especially because like oh two of the people that saw it with us had never seen a halloween movie before i never seen a michael myers movie and they're like this sucks like i promise there, there are there are movie. there are two good halloween movies this one sucks and a lot of them suck but there's two good ones yeah, this still, one they was. Still did, they still didn't see a Halloween movie. Dylan, not again. Michael yeah, Myers not again. Michael Myers at all. The concept it had would be interesting if it wasn't. If it didn't involve like, if it wasn't the third in this trilogy and supposed to be about Michael and Laurie, it could be interesting. But considering everything surrounding this movie, it was a letdown and stupid and just dumb and really bad and just yeah. Ugh. I have this higher on my list, so I will reserve until I get to it. Okay. Uh, tell us what's your, your number four. four. Yeah, tell us what's your number My four. My number four is Wakanda Forever. Um, didn't like the movie. Didn't think it was very good. Thought there was a lot of stupid stuff that happened in the movie. It's entirely too long. Uh, and you only see Black Panther for what ten minutes of the movie. You technically don't ever see him. He's dead. The the you don't see the the hero Black Panther for what ten minutes of the movie. Yeah, something like that. Like it's. I don't think it's very entertaining. I I didn't, I didn't, I just didn't didn't grab me, and I didn't I didn't think it was a good. I did, I did, I thought it was a bad movie. This movie freaking sucked, and is one of the worst, maybe the worst Marvel movie I've ever seen. It's, it is it's, it's bad. bad. We did a whole episode on it. It's oh, no, bad. There's another, there's another Marvel movie higher than this on my list, so I don't agree with that. But are you uh, serious? From this year? Yes. Uh, yes. Um, oh, it's Thor. Yeah. Um, I I I hate this movie more than Thor. Uh, really. Yeah, this movie is free. At least Thor had the courtesy to be like an hour and thirty minutes long. That's true. This movie is bad. So this this movie clocks in at four for me. Um, terrible movie. Don't care to see it. This one hurts my heart to say. Number three is is Jurassic World. Uh, we terrible. have the same number three. <laughs> terrible movie. Uh, I didn't watch the part. So I didn't watch the part you told me that I missed in the theater. I went to the bathroom. It was good. That was the only uh, good part of the movie. 
there's like again there's some interesting concept and i love seeing uh ian malcolm back and and the, the original cast back so they get me there from nostalgia uh but it's just sad what the jurassic world franchise has fallen into um i thought the first movie was good had promise the second one's absolutely terrible and this one just falls right in the, the footsteps i don't think it's as bad as the last one but that's not saying anything it's just still a terrible movie um it's just a lot of weird stuff with the cloning and then the raptors and learning to live with dinosaurs just completely falling away from what the, and the first Jurassic, the first Jurassic Park movie is a top three movie of all time for me. And this completely goes against like everything that movie stood for and where we're at with it. Um, Ian Malcolm has great lines in it though, right? Like Ian Malcolm is the best part of the movie. He has some, some hilarious and good insightful lines. So, uh, this movie sucked. It's about a bunch of locusts eating people's food, and then yeah. dinosaurs are also involved. It's horrible. This it's movie horrible. is but you horrible. But Ian Malcolm has some good parts. Like, at least say that. At least say that. Sure, whatever. I don't yeah. remember any what, of what? his parts. I don't, what, I don't remember. You know? But this this is my number three as well, and this movie was horrible. It sucked. I knew it was going to be bad. I've hated this entire trilogy. Jurassic World was a complete waste of time, but not for them because it is one of three movies this year to make a billion, which is this, Avatar, and Top Gun. That's crazy. Um, That's yeah. So, people just love dinosaurs. All, all three of the Jurassic World movies made over a billion dollars. That's just so crazy. That's nuts. And yeah, it's got the stupid clone girl in it, and you learn about her mom and all that stupid crap, and her mom's an idiot, yeah. and this movie just sucked. It doesn't give you what you want. It doesn't know how to handle suspense at all. You freaking have yeah. dirt bike dinosaur chases in a yeah. city in you like Europe or whatever. There's a plane thing. There's like a they try to do like a female Han Solo. It's really it's bad. It is really bad. But on to my number two, which we already just talked about, which is Wakanda Forever. This movie sucks. It's horrible. What they did to Namor was pathetic. Um, the Black Panther is just eh. like she she's in it for the last ten seconds, and there's it's devoid of any type of logic as well. I'm not saying there has to be a bunch of logic in a Marvel movie, but you gotta have some. And there's some scenes in here where it's like, why didn't this person just do this thing? It's like, oh, because there's no common sense in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> this movie just it sucked yeah. ass. It's bad. And that's my number two. What's your number two? My number two is Thor: Love and Thunder. I thought this movie was so bad. Um, it's pretty bad. We also did a whole episode any... on this. Yeah the the vibe of the movie is terrible. They like they make Thor like an idiot. Um, you think at the end he's finally gonna get his own like time to fight, and he doesn't. And then the villain in the movie kind of just changes because the script calls for it. You don't get to see Christian Bale do anything cool as the villain at all. No, you get one scene. All the time. You get one scene. Yeah, every time. The, the opening scene is really weird with how it's him versus the god. Like, the filming of it, it's, like, amateurish almost. It looked like um, a reshoot that was done, like, a week before the movie the, came out. The writing is, the writing is bad. The, the, the dialogue is bad. Um, it's just not good. It's not good. I guess like the only good thing about it, Christian Bale does his best, but they don't give him much to do. He's just not in the movie very much. Um, uh, the way they do it at the end, where the kids all get the power of Thor, is really dumb. Um, and that Thor doesn't even get his chance to one v one Gore. It's uh, and then Gore wins, but then he doesn't win because he decides to be nice. This look just leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Dylan, like Dylan said, the only good thing about this movie is an hour and a half. Yes, I think. at, at least it's that, an hour and a half. But yeah, it's this, not good. This movie sucked. It was like my eighth worst movie of the year. But That's yeah, I, I I I liked it better than Wakanda Forever because at least it was shorter, 
and also and there were a couple funny parts like uh talking like the uh we both laughed at the uh the boat part when they're talking about like eating children he's like we don't do that anymore yeah that part was funny <laughs> that part was but, good. Like, they're, and they're also so... uh the there was some decent action in it like the uh the scene on the planet in black and white uh, that whole sequence was cool and done well to where wakanda forever the action is horrible it's like they don't want you yeah. to be able to see what's happening on screen half the time um uh, so just, yeah yeah thor on the thunder is really bad but i thought it Maybe, maybe yeah, maybe I, I like Thor so much after Infinity War that what they've just the, the continued character assassination has just been rough. Um, also, I had no one... expectations for this movie, unlike Wakanda Forever, where I thought it could be good. Uh, my number one movie, the number one worst movie of the year, was Halloween Ends, a movie that they build up telling you it's going to be Michael Myers versus Laurie, and Michael Myers is in this movie for all of ten minutes. Um, it's terrible. The storyline's bad. Uh, there's like a couple of okay, cool kills. Uh, and then when Laurie and Michael finally fight, you know exactly what's gonna happen. There's like no suspense to it. The story's stupid. It's a really boring film for a lot of it, and it's really cheesy and dumb. Really bad, dumb film. Really bad. The worst film I saw this year. It is really bad. My worst. So bad. My worst movie was a movie that uh has great. Here, let me look at its Rotten Tomatoes score, real quick. Can Everyone this love this one. No. Um, my worst movie of the year has a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes from critics, 75% from audience. But I heard it's certified fresh. I heard it was amazing. People said it was great, like a really uh, unexpected, amazing movie. It's X, the, horror, oh, the yes. A24 horror, horror movie. They also came out with another, like a prequel to it called Pearl that people also said was amazing. I did not see Pearl because how bad X was. But I was like, oh man, I'm excited to see this uh, A24 horror movie. This is probably going to be really good. It is horrible. The characters aren't interesting. The story isn't interesting. There's no good kills. There's like the suspense isn't done well. Everything about this movie is bad. I was like, how did people like it? Like the performances are good. I'll say that the actors do a great job. Other than that, everything about this movie is bad. And uh, I want to see Robert. Robert thought the same thing. He didn't like it either. So I wasn't like just the only one. But man, I was surprised at how bad it was because everyone, like people had been talking about how amazing this movie was and I was excited and then I saw it I was like, wow, this movie really, really, is really, really bad. It's my worst movie of the year. Like I walked out of the theater feeling so bad after seeing that movie. It's just like, this thing sucks. I, I didn't see that movie, so I can't, I can't comment on it. But uh, yeah, Stanley like Foley Roberts, that was pretty bad. Yeah, it was, um, it was bad. That sucks. No, I got a year for horror movies besides Black Phone. <laughs> uh, no, there was others, but okay. So now we do our biggest disappointment of the year. What was your biggest disappointment of the year? What's the movie you were really looking forward to that you were upset when you saw it? It just did not live up to your expectations. Halloween all? ends because I didn't like the last Halloween. It's not Black Panther because I didn't really didn't think it was gonna be that good. My biggest disappointment is Lightyear, coming from Pixar, who makes normally really incredible films. I thought Lightyear was going to be a super awesome space adventure. We were going to follow Buzz Lightyear uh, doing Space Ranger stuff. And it was going to be sick. And the animation was going to be great. It was going to be a good story with a lot of heart. And it wasn't. It was terrible. It was boring. It was plain just not good. And that is my biggest disappointment. Because I was so looking forward to seeing this movie. And it being that bad was super disappointing to me. So Lightyear clocks in as my biggest disappointment. Good pick. I after that, I I remember seeing the first trailer and being like, "This doesn't look too great." So it wasn't. I didn't expect it to be as bad as it was, but it didn't end up like being a huge disappointment for me. Um, but yeah, that's a good pick. My biggest disappointment was Glass Onion. 
I like the first Knives Out. I thought the second was going to be a fun movie. I like the cast. It's like we got Edward Norton and uh, Batista. Like this is going to be a good, fun time. I, I, I like the first one's a fun movie. My God, Glass Onion's a horrible movie. <laughs> So it's bad. So, bad. so bad it uh, is see, I, so bad see, i like the first one too but i didn't have that high of expectations for this movie like i wasn't expecting that much from this movie so, i thought that's probably why it's not that i saw the trailer i was like this looks fun i like the first one this is gonna be a good time it's literally just ryan johnson pissing his pants about how much he hates elon musk and joe rogan and then on top of that you have uh an actress get janelle monet i think is her name uh doing the worst alabama accent of all time it is and, horrible, and the, sto- and the story's not interesting. Like the no, it's not. Also, the worst mystery of maybe any yeah, murder mystery I've ever. The mystery is terrible. It's so easy because there's something that happens where, like, if you notice it, which I noticed it, it was it wasn't like I'm a great detective and I noticed it. Anyone can notice it, and it's like from that on point on, I was like, oh, that guy did it, and it turned out he did. It's like, oh wow, what a surprise. Uh, and also the first like 20 minutes are all just a commentary on things that uh, Lorraine Johnson hates and it's so painfully obvious and not subtle at all or done well where it's like man I'm not watching a movie I'm being given a speech <laughs> it's like hey, you damn I tell you right now you still know horse racing is bad though he'll never True. forget that oh yeah he did a horrible job with that in uh in The Last Jedi like the first one you know had the whole rich people bad thing but I thought it was done more cleverly and more fun this one it's so just like, did you know I hate these things and these people? Yeah. Blah, blah. It's funny because he is one of those people. Oh, so yeah, he's, he's an out-of-touch millionaire director, yes. It was, and uh, so it are all does, the actors. Yeah, Glass Onion's not a good movie. Ryan Robert liked the movie. I I had the same opinion. Like, I was like, that wasn't a good movie. Also, it's painful. They, they introduce a character as an Alabama accent partway through the movie. This, You know how some like movies you see like the characters get with a dialect coach and they work for months on how to get the accent down? They they told this chick like a day before production started, before they started shooting, that she was gonna have an Alabama accent. And they're like, "Do your best," and she's like, "Okay, I had a people from Alabama show on it." Yeah, <laughs> like, it also doesn't help that our whole family's from Alabama, so we kind of know what it sounds like too. So uh, maybe people won't count like catch up on that as much as we did. But yeah, it's not. It's so bad. <laughs> it's it's, not it's like good. why did you give her? As, oh, I get why because that's a different show, but whatever. Yeah. And uh, they also like the mystery they pull off too is like a cheap one too. Like they try and trick, like they 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 trick you in a way that's not fair to the audience. Really, um, I don't think so, they really trick. So uh, I I didn't have much ex- like kind of with you with Lightyear. I didn't have much expectations for this movie. So that's where I was kind of was like, okay, it's, it's such not a good. Didn't expect piece, it to be that good. It's such a piece of garbage movie. Uh, but yeah, that was my disappointment. Uh, that was my biggest disappointment of the year. Glass Onion. Uh, my, okay, now we'll go to biggest surprise. My biggest surprise, I, I'm kind of cheating and doing two because I couldn't choose between these two. So one is Bullet Train because I saw the trailer for Bullet Train. I was like, it looks fun, but also it's from David Leach who, um, was, who did the, who helped direct the first John Wick, but then, you know, left to do other stuff. And like John Wick's still been amazing without him. And then he did Deadpool 2, which is good, but way worse than the first Deadpool. And also had a bunch of dumb stuff in it. He also did like Atomic Blonde, which I didn't see, but people said it wasn't very good. So it's like, I don't know how good this movie is going to be with David Leach doing it. Like, he seems like a very okay director, but he killed it with Bullet Train. I had so much fun. I was like, man, I did not expect to love that movie as much as I did. Great time. Now, my, my other movie that I put for biggest surprise was Smile. I had seen the Smile trailers for what felt like 10 years leading up to that movie coming out. Every single movie we went to see, which I saw was 26 movies in theaters this year, like it felt like 18 of those movies had the Smile trailer play in front of it. 
I was like, when is this movie going to come out? It's just going to be some garbage-ass horror movie that's not good. I watched it. It's actually really good. Like, the main, the weakest problem is the main character you don't, isn't done very well. Also, the main character, if I remember correctly, I looked it up. She's like someone, yeah, she's Kevin Bacon's daughter, which I did not know. Um, she does a good job. I just did not care about her character at all. I I was supposed to see this movie. I got sick, so I couldn't go see You would have been scared to death in this movie. Knowing how you are with horror movies, this is one of the scariest horror movies I've seen in a while. It did a really good job with handling the scares and, like, the tension. Like, it did a great job with that. The plot's also very interesting. The main problem is you don't really care about the main character. That's the biggest weakness of this movie. That's why, for me, it was a... it's my biggest. It's one of my biggest surprise movie, but uh, but it was number twelve on my list because if I like, if they had made the main character more likable, it could have been really good. But man, it is really intense. Like I love the Black Phone way better than this movie, but this movie was I would say scarier than uh than the Black Phone. Smile is actually like I thought it was one of the scarier horror movies that I've seen. Um, and I was really surprised because you see the trailer and it just looks like a piece of garbage horror movie that comes out like every yeah, it year. Like one of those, it looked like one of those January movies that has like a $5 million budget. And yes. so like you just make it because it doesn't cost anything. Yeah, but it was actually good. So if you're interested and you didn't go see it, go watch Smile. It's a good horror movie. Uh, my biggest surprise, I could have gone a couple different directions. I could have gone Top Gun Maverick because no one expected it to be that good. You were so hyped for that movie and thought it was going to be amazing. I didn't, I, that's, not my biggest, that's not my biggest surprise. I'm just saying, but you couldn't go that direction. Uh, cause I could have... Yeah, yeah go ahead. I could have gone the, with the menu because I wasn't expecting oh, it yeah, to true. like that much. True. But I'm going to go the inverse of Lightyear and I'm going to say Puss in Boots. Mm. I did not expect Puss in Boots to be that good. Like Dylan said, it has everything Lightyear didn't have. It, I, the only thing that's comparable is the animation. The animation is great. But it has the heart. It has the story. It has the villain. It has the adventure. Uh, it's just a great time. And I was not expecting to love Puss in Boots as much as I did. And especially, I haven't, you haven't been in that, I haven't been in that Shrek universe since what, Shrek 3? It's been so long since like we've been I've been to that universe and I just thought it was a fantastic movie with great action, great animation, a great story, and my favorite thing about it was the villain. So uh that surprised me how much I enjoyed that movie. So that's where I'm gonna go with my biggest surprise is uh Puss in Boots. Was not expecting it to be that good. As Dylan said, kids can enjoy it and adults can enjoy it too. I would go see it again. I think everyone should go see Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots, good time. Yeah. Uh I was yeah, I was surprised at how good it was as well. It was yeah, a great what... movie. That's why it, that's why I made up. The only other one probably competing with was going to be the menu, but I was just surprised at how much I like Puss in Boots. Um, so that that's why it, it creeped up on there. It's kind of it's a, like I said, it's the inverse of my biggest disappointment. So, uh, go see Puss in Boots. I guess we could quickly say what uh, what TV show, what favorite TV show of the year. Uh, we could here. I'll, I'll list some of the TV. <laughs> Wow, that was this year. You know what was this year that we didn't mention earlier? What? Halo. Oof. <laughs> that was a Dust TV show. Yes. It, it, That's literally yeah. what I just said is TV there, shows. There, there was uh there was some sick action scenes, but as overall, yeah, it was rough. Yeah, and there's like three of them. It. Don't want to talk about it. Uh but I, I I'm assuming we probably have the are uh, the same favorite show of the year, Game of Thrones. House of Dragon? Yeah. 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 House of Dragon was awesome. I think House of Dragon was definitely the best. Uh, other shows. Andor's up there. Andor's really good. Like once it got going, it's yeah, Andor's it really like free. If it if, if it could have had that consistency that I had towards the end, I would like that better than uh, House of Dragon. To be honest, like I I, I like the the best of Andor. I thought was better than House of Dragon. Uh, House of Dragon was just yeah so consistent, so good. Uh, Andor takes about six episodes before it gets to elite status, and then once after those six episodes, it gets to elite. Um. What other shows did we watch this year? Oh, yeah, Stranger Things as well, which has a great 
first great build up and a horrible payoff (laughs) yeah the last two episodes it's just i don't understand what happens to that the first episodes four through seven of stranger things the season was so awesome and then the last two episodes eight nine were just it was like the opposite of andor now the quality of the episodes are stacked (laughs) yeah what else do we have we had 18 uh, 1883 which is good um, AJ three is another show that was freaking amazing for like the first half, and then like something happened is it was really stupid and dumb, and then like is a mixed bag after that. But the first mm-hmm. few episodes are like peak TV, like really, 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 really good. Yes, yes. Uh, well, Halo was horrible. Don't watch Halo. Uh, yeah, Halo Moon Knight Halo. sucked. Don't Moon watch Knight Moon Knight. That, that was ter- yeah. Ugh. That's really just Oscar Isaac carrying it. Uh, Obi Wan, all the stuff with Obi Wan's great. The other, yes, the, other the, the final the episode is Fuck. so good. Other than the Reva stuff, the final episode's yeah. really. But yeah, up until then, it's a mixed bag with like, oh, this is really good. Oh, this is horrible. I still have problems <laughs> with how Obi Wan, Obi Wan beats Vader, but I know um, Obi Wan just better. Yeah, uh, Obi your favorite character. Uh, uh, Terminal List was really good. That was a that, really, good, yes. really brutal. Like, yes, there's some, there's some, there's some sick kills in that. Also, this is uh, one of those I just I just looked up Terminalist because I'm looking at different TV shows and it has a 39% from uh, critics but 95% from audiences. Yeah, that was a great show. Fantastic yeah, show. Terminalist is definitely where that. Chris Pratt in a serious role and he does a really good job. He does, and it's not one of those like the guy like doesn't like it has a lot of twists and stuff. There's too. it's not a he finally gets to get his revenge and then goes no this isn't what no, the no, blah no. blah blah would have wanted. The, I need to be better. No, he like no. rips their intestines out and oh, like yeah, that, <laughs> oh. he, uh, yeah, he, he gets his revenge. Uh, not to spoil anything, but damn, it's done really well. Like it's yeah, I love that. Terminalist uh, is a good time. Oh, Miss Marvel that you didn't watch? You didn't watch it either. I know. We watched one Shabazz, of She-Hulk. Shabazz watched She-Hulk. it. For those that don't know, Shabazz is Pakistani, and he complained about some of the uh, things in the show that were not accurate uh, to how Pakistani families operate. We, we had to watch the last episode of She-Hulk. That was oh, yeah. That, we, I didn't watch any other episode. I just oh, watched Peace the final Maker, episode. Was Peacemaker this year? Peacemaker yes, Peacemaker this year. this year. Peacemaker was like a 7 out of 10 show for me. Yeah. I think it was fine, uh, but it wasn't like anything special. It had some really horrible moments, and it had some good moments as well. Yeah, I'm trying to see what else there was. Peacemaker was probably the favorite, the best comic book show of the year. Didn't, didn't watch Rings of Power. Nope. Did you watch The Boys? Nope, I stopped. I just watched the stuff with, uh, yeah. what's his name? Soldier Boy. I just watched the highlights. Uh, I watched Reacher. You didn't watch Reacher. Reacher is fun. It's not like anything that'll blow your mind, but it's fun. The first couple episodes are really good. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's overall fun. It's kind of generic, but Reacher's good. And uh, what's-his-name as Reacher does a great job. Uh, he kills it. So if you have Amazon Prime, Reacher is in some time to kill. Reacher's worth it. Uh, yeah. I think those are pretty much all the shows we watch. Yeah, I don't think there was really anything. We just started watching 1923, but it's only been one episode. Yeah, I just came out. That's going to be by the time we do our wrap-up next year. It's going to be like for 1883 this year where we forgot when it came yeah, out. Like, oh, like, oh, oh wait, yeah, that came out this year. That was this year. Um, uh, it sucks Halo was so bad. Halo was horrible. Yeah. Oh, uh, We didn't watch Dahmer either, which a lot of people got crazy about. Yeah, people love Dahmer. Watch that. Um, 
House yeah, House of Dragon is probably the best TV show of the year that we watched. Yeah, House of Dragon was really consistent, really good. The the main the only like complaint I can really say about House of Dragon it's a lot of build up. It's a it lot is. of like things are to come. Just pro- we promise, but the the drama stuff is really interesting. And also, um, I wasn't the biggest fan of the uh, actor changes, and that that was kind of dumb. Huh? Where like. Three. Oh, we we aged up uh, these three people, but the, all these other people have not aged literally a second yeah, since the last weird. time you saw them. It's like, well, then why weird. do it? Why? Like that doesn't make any sense. Especially because the um, the actress that played Rhaenyra, I thought, did a really good job. The new actress is fine, but I don't think she's as good. Um, and then we're gonna have to wait another. We won't be seeing that next year. It's gonna be twenty twenty four. We see that. That's next show. Oof. That. And then the best show of the year, Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, that was the only good episodes of that show are the Mandalorian episodes. I know we got a new season of Mando next year. We also have freaking what's it called? We also have uh, Ahsoka, which they just I'm keep announcing it. Clone Wars characters in it. It's like of course because yeah. Dave Filoni is like directing every episode. I think it's like the showrunner, so it's like yeah, makes sense. So everyone loved the Tim Burton Wednesday Adams show. Didn't watch that. Don't care. Uh, yeah. Won't be yeah. watching that. I think that's big. I don't think there's really anything else to say. That's our favorites and least favorites of the year. Hope you guys enjoyed listening. Why didn't you go see Avatar, Dylan? Because it's over three hours long. And I didn't like the first one. So why would I go see the second one? Because it's pretty colors. And, and also, have you not heard? It's racist. Oh, oof. Yeah. Oof. Freaking uh, rough one. Everyone's rough mad one. at how racist the movie is. So I, in solidarity with my blue brethren, will not be going to go see it. That's, that's pretty funny. Racist for blue people. <laughs> so yeah, I don't. Like, the problem is, freaking made a billion dollars already. I want this movie to fail so we get James Cameron making good movies again. But it doesn't matter. All these racists keep going to go see the movie. That's the problem with this country. People keep going to see movies like Avatar. Popping racist against the Navi. Supporting racist movies. Uh, But yeah, I think that's it. Thank you everyone for listening. I have no clue what our next one will be about. Because there's like no movies in January. We're watching 1923. I don't know if we'll really cover that. About what our most anticipated movies and stuff are for 2023. Maybe. Or you could watch Daredevil Season 3 finally. We We could do that. That would be fun. Uh, especially because you just wait. No, that's it's on Disney Plus, so it doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, thank you for listening, and we'll see you later. Goodbye, everyone. Peace.